What is up, everyone? This is Ryan Gauthier, and you are listening to the Dynamic Growth Alliance podcast, where every week I deliver the thought process, mindset, tools, and resources behind the strategies and tactics that will empower you to step up and level up in every key domain of your life so that you can reignite your passion and live life in a more exciting and meaningful way. So get ready and welcome to the DGA podcast. All right, first things first, I just want to let you guys know that it's been a fantastically different kind of week for me, but a, a powerful one. So I hope you guys are having a powerful week as well. Hope you guys are getting after it. Hope you guys are, you know, taking strides, you know, moving forward, progressing, expanding, because that's that's what life is all about. Moving forward and expanding, growing, learning, changing. That's what life is all about. So first I got an announcement for you guys. And the announcement is super awesome in my opinion. I'm really excited about it. And the announcement is this. I have officially created, and it's up and running, it's a community for like-minded men, like-minded individuals who want to change, grow, learn in the key domains of their life, like faith, family, you know, finances, business, um, leadership, discipleship. There's going to be a whole discipleship program for, you know, men who want to come to Jesus, men who want to grow in their, their faith and actually learn how to develop a love relationship with God and, you know, use that love relationship to change their lives, become better men. Uh, And then that goes for all those other areas. I mean, it's a, it's a community, a network that is, you know, housed to bring men in, not just to learn, but to take action on learning principles. And there's assignments, weekly calls, like all this kind of stuff. It's super amazing, super excited about it and can't wait for, you know, the initial wave of men to join. It is men only. Um, and I think this, there's a lot of reasons for that. One being, I am a man Two being that when you have like-minded or when you have men together and it's all men, right? You can go a lot deeper and you, you can get a lot more real and raw. So, you know, some of the reasons behind that, but it's super excited. And I just want to let you guys know right now for a limited time, I think the first 25 members I have it set for is one, the first month for free. So you, you know, come on in get the first month for free. First 25 members, boom, and we'll rock and roll. And you'll be, you know, one of the pioneers of this thing. You guys will, you know, forever be cemented in history as far as this alliance and this network goes and, you know, be a part of this movement and its expansion. So super excited to see you guys on the other side. If you want to check out more and learn more about that, you can go to the dynamic growth alliance.com. So dynamic growth alliance.com. You can, you can join us over there and, and get more of the skinny on, on what that looks like. So that is the announcement. Let's jump right into the episode. All right. So here we go. Today's episode it is going to be a very interesting and powerful one for you guys. And it's going to be seven principles to separate yourself from the pack and start living an excellent or meaningful life. All right. So a lot of you I'm sure are wondering, just like I was wondering if you're listening to this podcast, like what does it really take to go from where I'm at right now to where I want to be and start operating at my, you know, my peak level, my, you know, my highest potential, like all these kind of things. Now, when it comes to highest potential, you know, I think life is all about expanding and progressing and, you know, there's never really a true finish line. So you're always going to be moving forward, but 
Anyway, you get the point, right? There's seven principles I laid out for you guys that we're going to discuss kind of in depth and detail that are definitely going to empower you and give you guys the mindset and the concepts of how to take your life and every aspect to the next level. And if you're currently in this position where, you know, you're, you're feeling like, you know, you've been very like held back and you haven't been taking things very serious. Well, then this, this episode is for you. So take notes, you know, really dig in, think about it and, and, you know, really just stimulate your thinking with, with listening to, you know, podcasts in general and in this podcast is when you, when you hear things, you know, taking notes is always great, but then like start thinking about how these things can apply in your life and you know, specifically who, what, when, when, where, and why, and, and things of that nature will definitely help you out. So <clears throat> let's get right into it. Principle number one, duty. You know, there has to be a sense of duty in your everyday life, in your thought process, in your actions. And you can you can talk about, you know, purpose. I mean, I think purpose and duty kind of go hand in hand. But for this one, um, for, you know, for this case, duty to me is something that, you know, sticks out more because, you know, one of my one of my strengths is actually loyalty, you know, like living for a higher cause. And I, I put that on pretty much everything. Like I take, I take me out of the equation with a lot of the things I do and I make it about the big picture. I make it about like the company, the organization, I make it about, you know, God's glory and all these kind of things. And what it does is actually gives me a lot more motivation every single day. Like it's, it's, it's hard to be motivated about personal individual things. And, and that's just me. And maybe that's, maybe that's you too. Maybe that's a, you know, an extra bonus tip you guys can employ to, you know, be a little bit more motivated and a little bit more fired up about your life is just, you know, stop making everything about you and your own gain. And just think about like, if you're working for a company, think, man, like, how can I, you know, add as much value to this company as possible? How can I be the best ambassador for this company as possible? Like, how can I be the best representative, you know, show up the best, increase the quality of the leadership, like, you know, make it about the company, be loyal to that company, you know, talk good about the company, like those things, they fire me up. And I've always loved being a part of teams. I've always loved being a part of organizations because I, I always find a sense of pride and, um, you know, yeah, just make it about the bigger picture. So, <clears throat> but with this, is that that you know having that duty and that that sense of urgency whereas every single day you're like look i have responsibilities there is stuff i have to do and it makes it a lot easier to not procrastinate and it makes it a lot easier not to sit there and just you know sedate yourself with all of these tasks and distractions and actually get to work and to get after it then do the things that you know you need to be doing you know, if, and again, if you find yourself sitting there, you know, often days with, with a lot of time in your hands going, man, like, I, you know, having that internal conversation, that internal argument with yourself going, man, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, but you're not, you know, it's, you know, one of the things that can quickly turn this around for you is developing a sense of duty. Like I have to, there's a must behind these things. Like if I don't, then there's going to be boom, bigger picture mindset. You know, there's going to be people that are going to be left out. There's going to be people who are going to fail because I didn't help, you know, I didn't show up and assist, or there's going to be people um, in my life or the company is, is going to, you know, not be as good as it can and things of this nature. So that, that's number one. And I'll just realize too, with, with, you know, duty and purpose and things, there's, there's always a positive and a negative for, for all these principles, you know, you can take them overboard. You can take them to the point where, you know, you become a completely like ruthless, just all you're thinking about is, is, you know, action, action, duty, duty, duty. And you never take 
a second to, you know, count your victories, see how far you came, you know, be grateful and, you know, things of that, things of that nature. So just realize that with, with all these principles and just in life, like a general here, another extra principle for you guys is that there is a line, there is a line, there's two extremes and, you know, everything, everything that's good can be bad, right. Depending on how, how you play with it. And then everything that's bad, I don't want to say everything that's bad, but there are, there are some, there are some things, right. That are typically seen as negative that, you know, can have some positive effects and things like that. But, but again, there's, there's a line, right. You want to just, you know, you want to move, think about and maneuver around that line in the best possible way and really do a lot of thinking around that. So just a disclaimer as well as final disclaimer and we'll move on to number two is that it's no particular order here. Like I, I just numbered them how, how I put it together, like in my notes and stuff for you guys, but there is no particular order. So like, it's not like duty is the first and foremost, like that's not, that's not necessarily it. It's just, you know, the first one that I thought of, like, you know, what in my life has really allowed me to step up, um, you know, and, and level up in, in all my areas and really separate myself from the pack and, and move forward, get the promotions and, you know, get more fit and all this kind of stuff. So number one is duty. Number two, emotional intelligence. Now, this one is, has been a fairly recent journey for me, definitely within the last year, but it's it's so crucial and so important. I could not leave it out. Like I, I had to put it in there. And emotional intelligence, if you guys don't know, it's it's how aware you are of your emotions and other emotions, what you do about those emotions, and you know, just understanding feelings and emotions in general. Like most of us, we were taught, trained, and educated on pretty much like three emotions sad, angry, and happy. But, you know, I printed out a color wheel and there's like, I mean, there's a lot. I didn't actually, you know, count them up or anything, but there's a lot. And when you actually start reading some of these other emotions, you know, I was like, wow, like that's, that's way more accurate on, on what I was feeling. And that definitely leads to a lot more clarity and gives me a lot better understanding of that situation and how to move forward and how I could have, you know, responded differently. So, get deeper into your emotions and study your emotions and your feelings because emotions are signals, not problems. Big thing to understand when it comes to building your emotional intelligence and going on an emotional intelligence journey is that emotions are signals and not problems. Like the check engine light on your car, the check engine light coming on. is not, it's not necessarily a problem. It's, it's a, it's a sign that, there will be a problem, right? If, if it's not addressed, right? It's a sign that something is going on that you need to take a look at. And that's what emotions are. Now emotions, again, can, they can serve you or they can hinder you. And that's why emotional intelligence is on here for, for me, especially I learned in the last year that one of the biggest things that was holding me back was my emotional intelligence, my ability to be aware of my own very specific feelings and how those feelings turn into emotions and how those emotions turn into stories that I was telling myself about life, about the people around me, about my career, about my business. And those stories determine how you behave inside of those dynamics. So understanding that flow and understanding that all these things that happen to you from feeling to emotion, to story, to action, to response, those things are not problems they're signals. And if you start to investigate and study those you're really going to get to the bottom of some of the things that have been going on in your life. And you're going to find trauma that needs to be healed. And you're going to find, you know, a lot of positive things as well. Like, man, you know, there was, a, I was, I, you know, I, I do have a lot of reasons to be happy because this was, this was great. And, you know, I, I feel this way a lot. Like I feel motivated a lot. I feel powerful a lot. 
So there's that. And then teach it. So if you're a parent, super huge call to parents out there to teach this stuff, teach emotional intelligence. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not being taught. The school system is not going to sit there and, you know, let your kid know that when he's feeling happy or sad or angry, he needs to have a constructive place to let that out. He needs to communicate that. He needs to dig into that and discover reasons and figure out, you know, why he's feeling that way. And then what's the best course of action or COA for these emotions. They're not going to do that. You know, don't, don't leave that kind of teaching, which is so crucial up to schools or up to somebody else. Like you do it, take responsibility for it. And the best way to do that is do it yourself first, become an example in that. And then, you know, start asking your kids questions just about simple emotions. So emotional intelligence, absolutely huge, 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 huge. Figure out how to get your emotions to serve you and stop hindering you. Number three, live with honor. Live with honor. This one is very, very important to me as well. It's very kind of near and dear to my heart. And it's something that I don't, I'm not even sure if I was taught this, but I, I never I never remember a time where I, I didn't live with a sense of honor. And the reason I say that is because my outlook on life and my philosophy has always been to just respect everything. Right. Respect everything. And I've heard it from others before that, you know, they don't respect nothing until it's earned and, and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's an extremely immature thought. I think that's extremely like pig headed and just like mind numbed, like mind numbing thought process. Like it's just lazy. I mean, like respecting nothing is not a good way to live your life. Like it's going to cause a lot of stress. Cause then you're always in like, you're always in identification mode. You're always trying to figure out like, is this dude disrespecting me? And then like, if you figure out he is, then that triggers those emotions I was talking about, you know, with emotional intelligence where you start to get angry and then, you know, anger leads to, um, you know, lashing out and yelling and, and, and all of that could have been stopped if you just first gave that person respect or gave respect to that thing. And then, you know, after, after a while, they, they give you a read like, cause, cause the reasons why not to respect a person or why not to, you know, respect a company or, you know, respect a policy or respect a rule or, you know, whatever it is, those things are going to be blatantly obvious after, you know, a few minutes, you're going to very quickly realize like, you know, I don't necessarily jive with this or believe in this or want to stand up for this, or, you know, I don't agree with this. You're going to find it out very fast and it's, it's going to come to you. And then when you find out, it's going to be the opposite of negative emotions. It's going to be positive. Cause you're going to be like, man, yeah, I'm a, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that. So I'm going to separate. And that separation is going to be relieving and it's going to be empowering. And you're going to feel like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm making a stand here and I'm doing something. Uh, I'm doing something that's important to me versus the other way, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't respect this or whatever. Like you'll back off, bro. Like, Hey, I don't like you. And like, you know, then you're being, you're being a child about it. You're not even talking to that person. Maybe you need to talk to them because you're the you know, coworker or whatever. And it just causes tension for no reason. And it's, it's just a bad situation. So my, I've always just chose to live with honor and have a high respect for people, nature, animals, guns, knives, things, just, just have a high respect, a high level of respect for everything. Just respect everything. Because there, again, if, if there's a reason not to respect something and to not pay respects to, to something or someone, it's, it's going to, it's going to present itself and it's going to present itself very, very quickly, fairly quickly, unless you're totally not paying attention at all. If you're, unless you're like a super unaware person and you're like, you're not, you're not one of those people that is, you know, thinking 
about life like in general on a day-to-day basis. And I guess, you know, some of you are going to be like, well, that's, you know, kind of a stretch, but there, I mean, seriously, there are people out there that, that really, they don't think a whole lot. They just kind of do things. They just kind of like are walking around, you know, like living their life kind of as it comes. And those people aren't thinkers. They're just, they're just wanderers. And it's fine. Like, it's not that these people are, you know, less or, you know, stupid or whatever. I mean, it's, to me, it's kind of just like a, it's like a syndrome. It's like lack of thinking syndrome. (laughs) And, and it's kind of like, and you see it a lot with like younger, you know, the younger generation, like younger kids and things like that. Cause they're just super consumed by other things like cell phones and, you know, social media and they're really consumed by like video games and just, you know, having fun all the time and everything should be cool and kosher. And so those kind of things don't, don't lend themselves to a higher level of thinking and awareness, but anyway, kind of get it on the soapbox there, but yeah. So number three, live with honor, high respect for everything, for people, nature, animals, things, guns, knives, whatever. And doing that, having that high level of respect, it will, you know, allow you to be more patient, more calm, more happy. Um, you know, by treating things with respect, you'll stay safer, you know, cause, cause you're, you're giving it the respect it's due. Like every person when given respect, you can quickly go to, Hey, I don't know this person. So I don't know how dangerous this person is, but it will present itself very shortly. So, or, or animals or whatever the case. Number four, be genuine. Just be real. I mean, it, it's something that your parents probably told you a million million times when you were about to go to a party or your first date, whatever the case was. And you're like, Oh, what do I do? What do I say? And it did nothing. Just do whatever, you know, comes to heart and whatever you feel is right in the situation. And, you know, make decisions based on that code that you have. And if you don't have a code, go back to the last episode I did about, um, about what do you live by? I mean, if you don't have a code, get one because living by a code is, it's really the one true way to, you know, to making great decisions and living a, you know, living a purposeful and, and meaningful life. And then these things here all kind of fit inside of a code, but I'm just laying out, you know, these principles to, to compound on that. And they can be separate as well. I mean, they can be separate. They can be a part of, you know, what, however you want to rock that, but, you know, be, be genuine and be real. Just be yourself. You, know, you can't grow on a false foundation. One of the things that I learned very quickly is that you, the person that you are right now, if, if you're faking it and you know, you've been, you've been telling others, like, for example, that, you know, you're, you're down with the, with the hip hop game and like all this stuff and you love rap, whatever, but you really don't. And you're just doing it because you want to fit in. And, you know, then you, then you, you know, start having thoughts like, you know, I'm going to start trying to rap or whatever. And like, you're really like getting into it because that's like the group that you're trying to fit into and get respect from is, is into, and you're trying to like trying to move yourself over in there. You, you, those activities and those, those friends are not going to propel you forward and help you expand and progress. Like you're not gonna be able to grow as a man, as a person with that group and doing those activities because it's, it's based on falsities. It's, it's not based in reality for you. So, if, you know, being, being yourself and being real and being exposed and vulnerable and your true self is the only way that you can actually grow yourself as a human being. And the reason is because whatever, whatever you fake, then you learn something from that, from that fake place, like in, in that, 
in that fake state of mind or from that fake persona, you're like, man, in order to improve this fake persona, I need to do X and I need to, you know, I need to learn this. Well, when you learn it, it, there's nothing to attach it to because at the end of the day, you go home and you take that persona off and whatever you learned goes with it. And all you're left with is, is the real you. And every single day you're putting on this suit and, and that, that suit, you know, is, is trying to get thicker and, and stronger or whatever, but, but you're not. So it's really important that you're just real and, you know, genuine and authentic because the, the level, the level of intelligence, the level of humor, the level of intentionality, the level of productivity, what you understand about communication, what you understand about relationships, what, you know, all that stuff that's real to you. That's 100% real. It's the facts. It's no persona. It's no suit. It's no fake, you know, nothing like that. It's, it's 100% real to you. Knowing that then from that place saying, what do I need to do to improve it? That's where real true permanent growth comes from not trying to grow from that fake place. So, and then the other thing too, with, with being real, why it's so important is that you're going to get exposed eventually. And then when you do, you're done. When that persona gets unraveled by the people around you or by your spouse or by your kids, you know, it, it's, it's going to be detrimental. And then you're going to have to work very hard to get that trust back and let them know like, Hey, this, this is, this is real now. Like this is me. And, and believe me, you don't want to have that. You don't want to have that battle. You, just, you want to just start now being yourself and start showing the world your true self, your true voice. And it's going to be a lot easier for you to build trust, you know, build a tribe, create an influence and, and, you know, develop yourself personally. And then, you know, what the very, cause the very, cause here's the, here's the reality, right? The very, the very things that you're holding back about yourself and the very things that you know, you're not willing to be honest about with yourself are the very things that people are going to like about you. Because when you, when you act in them and when you, when you speak in your own voice and you have your own thoughts and you, you know, you're very genuine and stuff with, with just your everyday and how you show up, people are going to notice that, that genuine nature. And then they're going to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I may not agree with you, but like, you know, I could see, I can see that you are, you know, genuine in this and that you do care about this. So that like, gets fine. That's awesome. Like, great, man. I'm, you know, I'm glad you, you're glad you like that. Versus like, you know, I really love music. And I love playing the guitar. And then like come to find out like you don't actually at all. And like you hate all things guitar. Like you're more of a piano dude. And that dude's like, why would you lie about something so silly? Like, why, why would you do that? And then it is, you know, again, you go to that uphill battle. So it's number four, be genuine. <laughs> number five, goals. You 100% you, I mean, you got to have goals and people, people have been saying that for centuries. I mean, I've been, I've been taught that pretty much in every which way, shape or form. I mean, if you just do a simple Google search on how to, you know, create goals, you know, fulfill on goals, I mean, there's gonna be a billion people out there telling you and how to, how to have goals. But the crazy thing is, even though we know that so few of us actually have goals, because it's, it's one thing to have a goal in your head and it's another thing to have it written down. It's another thing to write it, track it, you know, follow through on it, take stats on it, collect the data, like adjust it, you know, plan it. Like it's very, it's very different. The you know, people who live a, a goal oriented life versus people who live a totally non goal oriented life. Like there's a very different, there's a very different feel and vibe that comes from these two people. 
you know, so just realize that it's, it's hard to live with a purpose and that sense of duty like talked about, you know, with the first principle there with no plan. You know, I actually had somebody that, you know, I had a good friend of mine. He was like, oh man, you seem to have it all together. And I just laughed because I don't have, I don't have it all together. Like nobody has it all together. Nobody has all the answers. Nobody's perfect. But he was like, man, you really seem to have it all together. And I just kind of laughed and I was like, no, I just have a plan. I just have a plan. It's, it's, it's easy to seem like you have things going on and, and you, you know, you have, you, you have things working for you and you have things all together when you have a plan because you know what you're doing and you've probably prepared for it and you've planned for it. So you show up ready to go. And again, very different, very, there's a, there's a big difference between those two people. Somebody who shows up, you know, prepared, ready to go, you know, had already thought through the conversation they're going to have, maybe the exact time they're going to have to be in that place where they move to the next place and do this. Like that person's always going to seem like they have it more together than you. If you're not planning and preparing and executing like they are. And the reason they're able to do this is because they have goals. They thought about it. They know what they're trying to produce. You need to know what you're trying to produce and create. And that's where goals comes in. And that's why it's so important. And, and again, don't just have it in your head. You got to, you got to actually write it down, think about it, plan it out. You know, what, what tools and resources do I need? How much money do I need, right? To accomplish this? How long is it going to take? Um, you know, what, you know, what's it going to look like? Create a vision for that and be like, what is it going to look like when that comes to fruition? And living that way, it'll totally separate yourself from all your peers at your job, separate yourself from, you know, brothers or whatever in your family. Like it's, it's going to totally elevate your life when you actually live that way. Number six, stand for something. You know, it's an old, old song. I think it was like Travis Tritt or something like that. But it was, you know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I think that's so, that's so true. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy and, you know, divisive, divisiveness around, you know, very sensitive topics and stuff nowadays. And one of the, I think one of the biggest problems is there's a lot of folks who just jump on the bandwagons because it's easy to be relevant. It's easy to be relevant. Like we'll, and we'll use, you know, this, uh, quote, racial division end quote. So if you, you you look at racial division right now in society and then all of a sudden when a situation like this happens, you see people who have, who haven't posted anything remotely, you know, political or, you know, racially, whatever, like they're totally avoidant of a lot of these topics and stuff. And they don't really stand for anything like for the last five years. And then all of a sudden this whole thing happens and they just black lives matter, black lives matter, hashtag black lives matter, you know, blacking out their Instagram, all this stuff. And why, why do people do that? Because it's easy to be relevant. It's easy to get a bunch of likes and get a bunch of shares and all that stuff. When all of a sudden you come out of the woodworks and you're like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm down with the set, bro. It's like, man, that's okay. Like, but then I look back at your other posts and stuff and you haven't, you haven't said anything about anything and did anything. You know, you, you made no strides or movements or have any stance whatsoever on anything of this nature, period, until now. So that leads me to believe that you, you know, you're just doing it for some likes. And, and, and the, the reason it's so detrimental is because now there's going to be people that follow you and stuff who really think that of you. And they're going to be expecting that. And again, it goes back to being genuine. That's not, that's not real for you. And when you're not living in your real self, again, there's no growth. So what do you really understand about the current state of the country and the current state of the world? And, you know, 
these political matters and what do you understand about yourself and how are you going to teach these to your kids? And like, you know, are you going to agree with your spouse and not agree with your spouse? And like, why? And like, are you doing the research? And no, you're probably not because you never did it before. (laughs) You never did it before because you don't really care. You just saw an opportunity and it's fine. I get it. You know, hey, opportunist. Great. That's That's a great, that's a good quality, I guess, being an opportunist, but just realize that there's no real growth that comes from that kind of opportunism. Right. Being that kind of opportunist, there's not a whole lot of growth there. You know, but so, I mean, basically, though, standing for something, just pick a side. Like there's a there's a line there. There's a side right. There's a side. There's a fence. And you're sitting on top of the fence right now in in certain things. And you should realize that, you know, you need to pick a side. You need to be on a side. Now, does that mean that you can't understand the other side? No, of course, you can understand the other side. Can you accept someone on the other side? Yes, 100 percent. Of course, you can. Of course, you can't accept somebody on, their, on the other side. Can you respect them? Yes, of course. Like I told you before, a high set, you know, live with honor. I respect that person regardless. Now, if they jump over and start trying to smack me because of their side and they can't be accepting and they can't be respectful, then forget them. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely believe in treating people how they treat me. So if you're going to disrespect me, then I'm certainly not going to show you respect. But I mean, again, you got to stand for something, you know, whether it's racism um, you know, respect in itself, lying, cheating, stealing, all that kind of stuff. Like you got to stand for it. You got to stand for something, you know, even, even, even down to the super small things. Like if you're a parent, even down to, you know, bedtimes for your children, you have to have a stance, you know, you can't just make it up as you go and day by day. Well, you know, today's a school day and this, this, no, no, no. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta have a hard line. There's gotta be standard, right? I mean, just, anyway, that's number six. Oh, another thought. So look down at the notes here. So check this out. Don't be so malleable in your positioning that you give in, cave, and you know become a person of doubt. And, and you're trying to make it up as things go along. Like that is not that is not the way. <laughs> that is not the way. That leaves so much room for confusion, for frustration. Um, you know, it digs in. It, it negatively affects you emotionally. Like, you know, that's why, you you know, I guess it's just another reason for why you need to stand for something. It's because if you're so malleable, you know, you have a hard time, make, you'll have a hard time making decisions. You will be very clear. And it's it's hard to like someone who stands for nothing. It's hard to respect somebody who stands for nothing. Because it seems like they're always just going, like going with whatever. And it's like, dude, what do you, do you actually believe in anything? And again, those people don't actually know things about what they're talking about. They're just being opportunists. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I love that. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, why? Why Trump? Oh, Biden. Okay. Why Biden? Well, you know, just, you know, cause his hair is nice. Cause you know, he's or Trump. Well, cause he's not Biden. Like, like that's, that is not how, that's, that's not how, you know, that's not how people learn and be effective and be excellent. That's not how countries grow to power. That's not how societies, you know, become strong and healthy because a bunch of people just, well, you know, I don't like the other guys. So this guy like that, that's just not it. So Stand for something and then don't be a fool either and think that you're, you know, you're always right. And, um, you know, you have it all together, whatever, like, just don't, don't be a fool. It's, it's clearly foolish. Like somebody who thinks they're the smartest dude on the planet, clearly, clearly a foolish, foolish thought. And here's the last one. This one's super important. Uh, and it, it's communicate, 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 all things, communication, right? Life goes to the person who commu- can communicate success is earned by those who can communicate effectively. 
I mean, it's been something that I've been super fascinated about for the last two years. And one of the, the, one of the great things about doing a podcast is I get to practice and train and my ability to communicate every time I do one about a specific topic, about a specific point. And those things lead to success. Those things lead to great results, great trust with people, influence. So communication, you got you to learn it, you got to love it, and don't hide from it. I've met a lot of people who are just straight up children when it comes to having a conversation. And, and it, it's, it's kind of a, it seems like an arrogant thing to say, and I, and I know how it sounds, but I've, I've really yet to, to see it any other way. Like no one has ever been able to give me a good enough, strong enough argument for why like cowering from conversation just because it's tough and just because you're a little bit emotional and being thin skinned and all that kind of stuff, like how that leads to an effective relationship, how that leads to growth, how that leads to solutions. Like I've, I've yet to get a great argument, like well presented, well thought out, like I've yet to have it. And I've talked to a lot of people about it and I've had lots of conversations with a lot of people and those who can't communicate, those who can't have a conversation because they're incapable, either emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, like, you know, they don't have enough self-confidence, like whatever it is, those people have a very, very, very hard time in life. So if that's you, then, you know, just, just realize it doesn't, it again, doesn't make you an idiot. doesn't make you bad or whatever, but it's, it's just, you're seriously lacking in a skill that right now and probably forever, and it's going to get increasingly more important. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a skill that's going to incre increasingly get more important and it's, you're just lacking in it and it's communication. It's the ability to have a conversation, to understand somebody else's point of view, to be able to problem solve and solution seek with yourself, with your wife, with your kids, with your coworkers, with your boss, with your employees, direct reports, whatever you want to call them. You have to be able to communicate and not just communicate when things are happy, clappy, but, but communicate when things aren't so great. So if someone's giving you some, some criticism, you know, whether, and I, I'm so like, constructive criticism versus like, it's all the same to me, my opinion. I think that whole like, Oh, it's gotta be constructive. I think that's, that's crap. That's like thin skinned people saying like, Oh, just talk nicer to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a certain time where like niceties go out the window, you know, like if straight up, if, if you're just, if you're just being an asshole, I, like I, I, there's no other, there's no real nice, like, and, and you're really pushing it. And like, you're, you're really being like ignorant about it. Like a lot of times the only recourse is to get a little bit loud, maybe a little bit boisterous and maybe let, you know, like, dude, just, just shut your mouth. And that's not nice talk, but, and, and people will get, they'll jump on that and be like, Oh, well, you know, the reason that happens. Cause no, it's like that happened after the fact you were shutting down and acting like a child in this conversation well before, you know, and so, I mean, just, re yeah, just realize that communication is like the highest paid skill right now in all of the world. Those who can communicate earn success at the highest level in every, in every area of their life and their relationships, you know, with their spouse, with their kids, you know, marriages, you know, businesses, all this kind of stuff. Like you have to learn how to communicate and you have to learn how to do it effectively. And you can't be swayed by emotion. You have to learn how to have emotional conversations without reacting emotionally, which sounds crazy. It sounds like it's an impossible thing, but it's not. It just takes skill. It takes practice. Now you have to learn that, you know, words are just words. 
at the end of the day and you know, they can help you even if they're intended to be negative. So there it is guys. There's a seven. I'm just going to recap these for you real quick and not go into the dialogue on them. But number one, duty. Number two, emotional intelligence. Number three, living with honor or high self-respect or high respect of everything. Four, be genuine, be real, just be yourself. Five, goals. Have a plan, have some purpose. Number six, stand for something. Pick a side of the fence and stand on it. Number seven, communicate. Learn how to communicate and conversate. So there you have it, guys. That's all I got for you guys is the seven principles, how to separate yourself from the pack and just live an excellent, meaningful life. And again, I just want to say that, you know, hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Hope you guys are getting after it. Hope you guys are learning a lot from the podcast so far. And I I really hope to see you guys in the network and, you know, engaging there and learning and growing, not, you know, just as a community and, and taking those strides. Hope to see you over there again. You can learn more about the Growth Alliance Network from from our website, dynamicgrowthalliance.com. So hope to see you guys over there. Again, have a great week.